0: I'm Bryce Futch, and I'm Tony Melton, and this is the Way Forward.
1: Hello, welcome to this episode of the Way Forward podcast. This is Tony Melton. I'm here with Bryce Futch. Today, we're going to learn about him and his story, and about this podcast. And um, this podcast was his brainchild. We want to learn exactly why we are offering this to you, and how this matches with his. Uh, his heart, his vision, and uh, his hopes. So welcome, Bryce.
0: Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Was a good introduction.
1: So uh, tell me about you. Who are you?
0: Yeah, so I uh, live in Holly Springs. I'm married to, to my wife, Brooke. She is definitely the best thing that's happened to me uh, in, a very, <laughs> in a very long time. Uh, we're expecting our first child in April, so that's very exciting. Uh, originally, I'm from Florida. I'm an eighth-generation Floridian. My family uh, lived about 15 square miles from where we homesteaded in, I think, 1840, so... Yeah, the joke is we don't get out much, Uh, but uh, here we are, and uh, I came by way of upstate New York, so my wife and I both went to a very small Christian college uh, for a year called Word of Life Bible Institute, and their headquarters is in New York, but they also have a campus in Florida, and we both went to Florida, but different years, and I was working for Word of Life at the time when we met. Uh, She does not remember meeting me, but I very distinctly remember meeting her, (laughs) Uh, and somehow, uh, thanks to Facebook, we became friends on there, and uh, we just kept in touch with each other off and on. And then uh, we had a mutual friend that reintroduced us about five years later. Uh, he's a pastor in Florida, and he actually was the one that performed our wedding, uh, which was really cool. And uh, yeah, so when we were dating, and it was getting serious. I said, I need to, I need to move to Georgia because Brooke was not leaving. And uh, <laughs> so here I am. I came down in 2018, and uh, yeah, had a small business for a couple of years, and then I became a, a full-time member of the fire department, um, a, a local fire department here uh, in 2019. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's how I ended up here. In a, in a nutshell,
1: yeah, that's a good one. So leave yeah, leave it to a girl to, to oh yeah. will take generation you from Florida,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was good. I really like it here, though. It's nice because yeah. you don't. The mosquitoes are not as big, uh-huh. and you have four seasons, which right. like, which is good. Florida, you just have hot, more hot, uh, yep. less hot, and then hot again. So,
1: that's so uh, you're a guy that's got a lot going on. Um, Try to. You're in the the fire department as an uh, as a firefighter and an EMT.
0: Yes. Yeah. We're all hazard departments.
1: But there's also another aspect to your life that's taking up quite a bit of time.
0: Yeah. So I uh, I decided that grad school would be a good idea, uh, which I when a baby's on the way. Yes. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) It all it it all just has to go together. Uh, But yeah. So I started uh, over the summer uh, taking courses actually through uh, Harvard Extension School. I'm, I'm studying international relations with two graduate certificates. In uh, international security and nuclear deterrence, uh, and oh. nuclear deterrence was not something that I thought was of any interest to me at all. And then I took mm-hmm. I took a class for the international security part, uh, and the way we game out our nuclear options is just very fascinating to me, primarily because it's scary. Like there's <laughs> there's very little. Yeah. Uh, we we have moved far away from having a, a, a real strategy. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, so that's something that I'm interested in studying a little bit more. And I only have to take a couple extra classes to get it, so it works out well.
1: Yeah. So you're nearing the end of that.
0: So I, I'm I'm yes and no. So I'm nearing I'm nearing the end of my first graduate certificate. So basically, the way it goes is kind of a, like a waterfall. So the classes you take count for your degree as a whole. Uh, but I'm getting ready to finish the international security certificate first, and then from there I'll move to the nuclear deterrence, and then from there I'll finish the degree as a whole. So I'm almost done with international security. I still probably have about a year and a half left total for yeah. the for the rest of the program so that's great. yeah
1: so you're going to be a father in april yes well you already are a father
0: yes yes your, yes your child was sure. born in april right
1: um that's great what yeah. are what um uh, When are you done with the whole degree
0: yeah so we're not totally i'm not to be honest i'm not totally sure and the reason why is uh, the department that i work with is offering a paramedic school and i'm hoping to put in and, and get into that and so if i do I'll take about a year off. Uh, and so we'll have the baby born in April. Uh, we're having a girl. So that's really yeah. exciting. Uh, we are naming her after my grandmother and my mother in law. So it'll be Carolyn Marie. And uh, yeah. And um, yeah, so that, that'll come in April. And then paramedic school will actually start uh, at the end of April as well, yeah. if I get in. So uh, I will finish paramedic school a year and a half later. And then I'll come back and, and try and wow. knock out the rest of this degree. So probably about three years before I'm done with, with school. So
1: yeah. Tell me about why you wanted to start this podcast.
0: So really, it started a few years ago. just having conversations with friends. Uh, we, Where I lived in New York, we, we rented an apartment above a coffee shop, which was wonderful. I mm. uh, spent way too much of my money there, but it was great. And so we would just sit and talk uh, in the evenings, me and my two roommates. Uh, we, we all have been interested in politics, but it, it wasn't necessarily something that we were really studying at the time. Mm. Uh, but I I love a good documentary. I I kind of go on these binges with documentaries. So I watch something. So like I I love to smoke cigars, and uh, I got into that by watching a documentary about cigars and how they're made and and mm-hmm. the history there and, and all of that. Yeah. Uh, and then the same thing became true about scotch. Now, fortunately, I don't binge the scotch, but I do binge the, <laughs> the documentary. Uh, and so. The I watched one on on China called uh, the belt. It's called the New Silk Road, and it's about China's Belt and Road Initiative. And the way they they do international aid, and international product projects, are very different than the way the United States does. Uh, and China, I think, is I, I, John uh, former ambassador John Huntsman said that China is is the probably the best long term strategic thinker. Uh, in the world that 's just what they do really well, and we are very great in the United States of short term thinking short term strategy and that difference that that makes I think though is really important and we need to be looking to China not now, but twenty years from now, and where are they going, what are they trying to do and so we were talking about it, and and the guys that, that we were we were talking with were just like you know we 've never really said i consider this and but it 's really important to us is you know small town Americans like it makes a big difference in the way we live our life and Makes a big difference in the businesses in our community, and so uh, that was kind of where the idea came from—to take these bigger ideas right. about why should somebody care about China, right? Like, why does China make a difference to you in your life and your family, uh, and and kind of try and break it up into smaller pieces uh, and make it a little bit more understandable, and and to present information to people that have just never really thought about it before. So that's kind of where it came from, uh, and we'll we'll see how it goes. This, yeah, like I said, this first season is going to be on China, and got some good guests lined up, and here we are.
1: I I find you so intriguing, Bryce. I mean, on the one hand, you're in public service, you're a firefighter, and an EMT. I, one of my closest friends is in that same exact oh, uh, job. There's nothing to me that's more um, local, uh, meaning uh, even myopic, mm-hmm. in that when there's a crisis, sure. you are exclusively focused yeah. on helping that person. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about China whenever you get <laughs>
0: right, at no. 7
1: a.m. in the sure. morning. And yet you're also a guy who's studying at Harvard and thinking mm-hmm. about these global issues, nuclear yeah. deterrence, sure. which is probably one of the most macro <laughs> things <laughs> it's, it's, I could so bit much. You hold together these this micro macro, mm-hmm. this 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 broad this broad view and this non broad I don't know copy <laughs> yeah. this morning to think of a good term for yeah. that, but in many ways I see that as as really this the 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 purpose of this podcast. Right. And you're just a it's uh it's good to see you really living out that that twofold aspect to your person sure. and putting it into this for yeah. but how do you connect that how do, what do you hope other people get out yeah. of this podcast
0: well first i think that's that's really kind I, I appreciate that a lot i think the the goal for folks is to like de Tocqueville when he wrote Democracy in America talked a lot about this so did john adams and and sam adams as well but the idea that our government works best when you have an informed electorate and we've gotten to a point where this i think the 24-hour news cycle is really damaging to Mm. the way people think right like we don't yeah it's bad like we will hear the same news story 17 different times right. within a, within a six hour period, because there's nothing else going on. Like mm-hmm. the fact that there's nothing else going on should tell you there shouldn't be news right now. Like okay. it, it's not, right. it's not needed. It, it adds to this, uh, to the, to an angst. It adds to, it makes you worry. It makes mm-hmm. you concerned and stressed when it shouldn't. Right. But we should understand, we should look at these big ideas and be informed about them, Right. So, yes. and hopefully this podcast will be a way to kind of get out of talking points. Right. And like, it also doesn't do us any favors to have these 30 second sound bites, right? Because that's how the news works today. Is is you get some politician to stand up, and they'll give you a 30 second sound bite about an idea or about a topic or a bill that they're producing, or a bill that they're opposing, and that's it. You don't. There's no room for nuance, and nuance right. to me is is really where all of these things come together. Uh, nuance, I think, also shows us that the people that we're opposed to politically. For the most part, uh, there are some that I think that are a bit out there, but for the most part, they're reasonable people and they want the similar outcome that we do. They just have a very different way of going about it. Right. Okay. Uh, but I think there's a lot of, a lot of things that are big that if we just took, you know, 30 minutes and sat down and talked about them, right. we could, we could get a, a decent understanding out there about facts, objective facts, um, and why they matter and why they should be important because they are. And, and I think as we go through this, people will will start to kind of see like how this affects their daily life. Uh, and not in a way that produces stress or angst or anxiety, but in a way that says, you know, I can make a difference from right here in in Canton, Georgia. Right.
1: That's great. I'm super excited to see where this podcast goes. I know this is something that you asked me to to come yeah. and participate on, and uh, you're the one that knows much more about these, things. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, and having
1: studied, you know, at the the highest levels
0: <laughs> <laughs> about
1: yeah. this stuff. We'll see. But uh, I can I can see the value here. Sure. Um, I know for me. Uh, picking through what's important yeah. and, and what, you know, as a Christian mm-hmm. uh, and as a citizen, what, what's important that I know and what do I need to know about it? Sure. Because I, I've, I've become so exhausted by the 24-hour yeah. news cycle. So I, I can't stand it. Right. And, that, um, and
0: it makes you not want to learn anything. Right. right? And, and I, mean, I know that that's
1: not appropriate. Yeah. So having, having a podcast uh, about key issues, mm-hmm. hearing, as you said, objective facts from people that are reasonable and knowledgeable about mm-hmm. it is, is really good very intrigued.
0: Yeah. So. Um, I think it's going to be great. I'm, I'm super excited about it.
1: Tough question. Yeah. Where do you think that this desire to, uh, that where do you think that the seeds of this podcast were mm-hmm. before you watched that documentary? Like, has this yeah. always been a part of your, um, your personality or what in sure. your past? Yeah.
0: So I would say, yes, I think generally, uh, so I'm the last, I was the last year for the millennials. Uh, so, mm. I I get pegged as a millennial and rightly so. Uh, And a lot of people say we're the generation of why, right? We want to, we want to know why something matters. Why is it important? Why should I care? Why should I follow this rule? But I think at at an even deeper level, it comes from, from my faith and from my Christianity, right? Like the, the death of Christ came, it it, it made everything, it makes everything whole, Right. Mm. Like at, at, for we as Christians, that redemptive value is there. And it's not just for it's not to make me less human it's to make me more fully human. Right. right. Because we were created in God's image and he called us good. And then we fell in sin. So to err is not human. To err is fallen. Right. And so as we go about doing the redemptive work from that cultural commission in Genesis, where it's form and fill the earth, yeah. these are the questions that we have to ask. We have to ask, why does, why does the way China treat Muslims in a, in a remote province matter to us? And how are we going to work through that? And, um, I think ha- having that understanding, I've also always enjoyed like why things are the way they are. One of my favorite writers is Malcolm Gladwell. Mm-hmm. And he does that really great, yeah. really well. Um, in outliers for example I think is just fascinating I wish I could remember more specific details from the story but he talks about Canadian hockey players and how the majority of them were born within the mm-hmm. same month I think it was right. January because of their age cutoff, right? right so like coaches thought that these kids who had an extra age of growth were just more naturally talented so they would give them more better coaching but in reality they were just a, a year older so they were right. they, they had more coordination and, and all that kind of stuff so finding out things like that just is like oh my gosh that's that's the best thing I've ever heard and yeah. so I think you know we're obviously not Malcolm Gladwell by any stretch of the imagination, uh, as this podcast will prove. But uh, I do think taking a deeper look at, at these things is, is important.
1: I wonder. I don't know if this is true for you, but you know, we both came from traditions in the church that taught the uh, the rapture. Yes, right. That yep. uh, okay. This world, uh, the, the the church is just going to poof. Yes, be gone, and sure. the rest of it's going to burn. Right. Um, but both of us have kind of left. Traditions that that teach that, mm-hmm. um, and there is this uh, reclamation of this, as you mentioned, that the cultural mandate that we find sure. in Genesis that God still cares for the world, right, and that politics and 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 the gospel actually do have something to do with each other. They do, um, and and it's and even if there is an aspect of judgment coming, yeah, God's desire is for the earth to be made whole, right, and that redemption will involve the new heavens and the new right. earth. I didn't know. Yeah, If you could comment on just your own journey from that kind of, uh, it's all going to burn. All all that's going to be left of us is our shoes and our shoestrings. Right. uh, Yeah.
0: So I think for full disclosure from my dispensational friends, I don't think I'm fully away from that ending. I just, I think I disagree with how we get to that ending. Right. So in the past, I had a mentor that I think just the world of, and I still think the world of him, but he had this, this say, this phrase that he would say that the only thing that matters when you get to heaven is how many people you took with you.
1: Mm -hmm. And while
0: I think that is incredibly important, like Mm -hmm. the gospel is central to everything we do and, Mm -hmm. and making disciples is crucial God cares about a lot more than just that, right? Like he is, he is so huge and infinite that all of these other things matter. And really for me, that came out of the the Colson fellows program. So the Colson center in Colorado Springs uh, has a nine month fellows program that I, I would highly recommend to you. Uh, but it's a deep dive in apologetics and worldview, and uh, do, reading that, reading uh, C.S. Lewis's *Abolition of Man*, for example, mm-hmm. talks, you know the, the, how crucial education is right. in the life of of a person. And like, it's not just like I do think Christianity is for more than just Christians. I think it's through and Institutes uh, they have a series called "For the Life of the World," mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember the guy's name is Doctor Stephen. Uh, I can't. I can't think of his last name. But anyway, he said that that Christianity was given for the life of the world, right? right? And Christ, the common grace that we yes. see through through God's goodness, can be brought about by Christians and brought out through Christians. Right. And so it's not a it's not a Christian in search of a theocracy or or a, a government ruled by God. Whereas I do think that will that will eventually be the end of the. That's how it's, that's how it's all going to happen at the end. Uh, that's not the 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 meantime. It's it's the theology of the trenches, right? It's mm-hmm. it's, it's us uh, working together to bring about a better world for the glory of God and for the good of man, right? Yeah, Christianity does good things. Like for example, uh, there's a uh, anthropologist. I think he was an anthropologist, uh, Tom Holland, who I used to think was like the movie star Tom Holland. I was like, oh no, that's not a different guy. Uh, but Tom Holland talks about how, and he's an atheist. Uh, that the reason. Uh, women's rights came about in history was because of the church, yeah. right? Because of the way the church looks at women as valuable, uh, which, you know, for a non-believer listening to this podcast might seem just completely foreign based off the way it's talked about today. But if you look historically, you know, that's that's where it came from. And it and it brought about all of these really good societal social changes. Civil rights, for example, right? Human rights is rooted in the biblical idea that every human has inherent dignity. And we would say it's because they're they're made in the image of God, right? So I think all of that goes together and sure. it makes a huge difference in the way you see in your world and interact with it.
1: All right. Another tough one since you handled that one so well. Um, <laughs> the, um, you know, every person has their touch points, their, their, their things that drive them, their sure. sense of vocation in the world. Mm-hmm. What are some things that are important to you? Why do you yeah. do what you do? Why, is, why are you in this work, both as an EMT, yeah. firefighter, and also as a thinker? Sure. And uh, and 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 teacher of of your fellow man.
0: Yeah, I think it. I think it goes back to the idea that it all matters to God, right? So, the politics thing came about when I was traveling for Word of Life, and they we would we would stay in in people's homes whenever we would go. We we were on a music team that promoted the school and a, and our youth camps, and whenever we would stay in someone's home, you get to hear their story, right? Mm-hmm. And. When we were talking to folks, politics, it, it wasn't like we had conversations specifically about politics. But when we talked about what's important to them, what what's weighing on their hearts, what's weighing on their minds, mm-hmm. all of these folks from Maine to Mississippi to Michigan to Florida, they all expressed very similar things, mm-hmm. just in a slightly different way. And as a marketing kind of guy and like a campaign guy, like – to me, it was just this realization that everybody has the same issues. Everybody wants right. very similar things. We just slightly disagree on how to get there. And so I think having conversations like this, having that opportunity for nuance, I think will help give us opportunities to move the ball forward politically. Mm-hmm. But then as far as just the the daily the daily work that we do, it's it's because it like again, it matters to God. Everybody has dignity and whether they're, you know, some guy who's trying out on drugs or, you know, the governor of the state like it doesn't it doesn't matter who you are you deserve that equal treatment right, right. and so when we show up on scene as firefighters and we don't care who you are what you look like where you're from what your socioeconomic status is how right. much how much drugs you've done or haven't done over the course of your life yeah. like you're going to get the same treatment and we're going to do everything we can to make you better and again that goes back to that redemptive nature right. of christianity and of christ and i think it, it allows christians to view that work a little differently it uh, doesn't make it less heavy. doesn't make it less hard. It just, right. it gives you a different outlook on it, and, which I think gives you a lot of encouragement and and helps keep hmm. you positive. That's great. Awesome. Yeah? Thank you, Bryce. Of course. That was great. I appreciate it. Thanks for all the great questions. And yep. yeah, looking forward to hosting this series with you. It's going to be really Me good. Too. It's going to be fun. Thank you so much, Tony, for those wonderful questions. Next week, I'll be able to return the favor and we'll be finding out more about you and, and who you are and how you ended up here in Marietta. Really appreciate the time today. And folks, please make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And we look forward to you joining us next week. I'm Bryce Futch. And I'm Tony Melton. And you've been listening to The Way Forward.